Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Woe to the shepherds who mislead and scatter the flock of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the Lord God of Israel, against the shepherds who shepherd my people. You have scattered my sheep and driven them away. You have not cared for them, but I will take care to punish your evil deeds. I myself will gather the remnant of my flock from all the lands to which I have driven them and bring them back to their meadow. There they shall increase and multiply. I will appoint shepherds for them who will shepherd them so that they need no longer fear and tremble and none shall be missing, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous shoot to David As king, he shall reign and govern wisely. He shall do what is just and right in the land. In his day, Judah shall be saved. Israel shall dwell in security. This is the name they give him, the Lord our justice. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm, The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me, he refreshes my soul. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side. With your rod and your staff that give me courage. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Our reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, In Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have become near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. He who made both one and broke down the dividing wall of enmity through his flesh, abolishing the law with its commands and legal claims that he might create in himself one new person in place of the two thus establishing peace and might reconcile both with God in one body through the cross, putting that enmity to death by it. He came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest for a while. 
People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, Kevin, today we are celebrating the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And I just want to kind of go back. And back in April, we had a Sunday that was called Good ah, Shepherd yes. Sunday. I that. You know, we have all the readings about, you know, how, how the shepherds can lead us. And guide. Exactly. Yeah, that was April 25th this year. Well, today, I'm going to call it Bad Shepherd Sunday. <laughs> Bad Shepherd. <laughs> We're going to hear what happens. And, you know, yeah, I mean, very seriously. And it's happening in our church today unfortunately what happens when we have bad shepherds yes and we will see in these readings in our commentary that sheep will scatter with bad shepherds yes so let's set the stage here with prophet jeremiah he was he was much like prophet amos from last week uh he lived during a time of war great social upheaval Uh, he became a prophet around 627 bc And then he started prophesying, Jeremiah chapter 2, Israel refuses to worship the Lord, okay? Then what happens is he refused to worship the Lord. Then in one chapter later, in chapter 3, Israel is unfaithful. Jeremiah predicts disaster, and of course that is fulfilled with the Babylonian exile. So we see, you could see it coming, right? Yep. And unless we turn our country around and return to the laws of human nature, the laws of righteousness and laws of truth, we are going down that same path. And in this first reading, we're going to see how the Israelite kings were often called shepherds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, there's one particular, okay, so this ominous warning for those who turn against God, and not just that, but they teach others to do the same. That's the point mm, here. True. It's not just yeah. in our own, but it's when we bring others along with us. And today in our society, we are seeing the enactment of laws all across our country that restrict religious freedom, promote views that compromise traditional Christian morals and values, and apply a growing pressure for Christians to abandon God's law and embrace the sinful lifestyle of the masses. Throughout Human history, human nature hasn't changed. World leaders have always been consumed by self-centered motives driven by the prince of darkness. And it's that evil trinity of the three Ps, pride, power, and possessions. But we also hear a message here in this reading of God's promise to protect his flock, one for deliverance from his for his people from the evildoers and that can be seen in the light of the gospel uh, as a messianic prophecy you know behold the days are coming says the lord when i will raise up a righteous shoot to david as king he shall reign and govern wisely so we have that promise from god god sent his prophets to give his people hope and that's how we should continue to live today even in the chaos of our godless society we need to be witnesses to god's promise and to show the world that there is hope and that our hope is in Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, very true. And in fact, I want to hit on that righteous uh, shoot for just a minute because there's really three parts to this um, reading from Prophet Jeremiah. Uh, it was really, I think, again, culminates in the hope, right? We never lose our hope. 
the first part is the bad shepherds, <laughs> the bad shepherd Sunday, the kings of Judah. They were not shepherding rightly. But then we see God will gather his flock. He will gather those scattered sheep. That's the second part of this reading. And then in the end, Jeremiah brings hope to the faithful remnant. Those who stay faithful to the word of God, he, they will be saved by God, much like we've seen the story over and over again. We need to remain hopeful, remain vigilant, and remain true to the teachings of Christ. And that, I think, if folks have not read the book, Salvation is from the Jews by Roy Showman, I really love how he really expands on that faithful remnant and how important it is to stay true to the church. Oh, so true. Yeah. So yeah. it still yeah. ends in hope. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? We can't, yeah, can't yeah. lose sight of that. Well, in the second reading here, this is the second Sunday out of seven in a row in Ephesians. So again, my encouragement from last week, if you've not read the book of Ephesians, please do that, and that'll put all this in context. Yeah, okay. Well, this reading, we hear that uh, G- G- St. Paul tells us that Jesus said, uh, oh, that he came and he preached peace to those who were far off and peace to those who were near. Now, in this terms, uh, St. Paul is referring to the Gentiles as those who were once far off and the Jewish converts to those who converted from, you know, being Jews to Christianity, those are those who were near. And St. Paul makes reference to how these two groups are made one. Yeah, no, very true, because this is that whole theme of reconciliation, right? I mean, you have originally... You know, one humanity <laughs> under one God. Now and now there's two humanities, so to speak, the Jews and the Gentiles. He reconciled Jew and Gentile back to one God. He smashed the division, that dividing wall between Jew and Gentile, and he returns everyone back to one fold. And when you when I talk about that, I found a quote by Saint Ignatius of Antioch. And this is a this goes back to the earliest of church times. He was the third bishop of Antioch. Uh, He actually was a hearer of Apostle John. So again, he is at the feet of the apostles. Um, And back around 110 AD, he was sentenced uh, to the beast in the arena. And on his journey from Antioch to Rome and his martyrdom, he wrote seven letters, uh, which is really most of the writings that we have of him. But listen to what he says here when he was uh, reading or he was writing to the letter to the um, those in Smyrna, uh, which today is like Western Turkey area. But he says here in the end, so that by means of his resurrection, he might raise aloft a banner for his saints and believers in every age, whether among Jews or among the Gentiles, united in a single body in his church. Even back then, it was so important that Jew and Gentile were reconciled under one Jesus Christ, how important that was. And how important it is really today. We have so many divisions, not only within Christianity, um, but also, you know, within our Catholic Church, how important it is we need to come back to that truth of the church, how yeah. important that is. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, we will finish with um, the book of Mark today in the Gospel, won't we? Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the first reading. So in the first reading, we hear God's promise that he himself would care for his people and that he would be their shepherd. And in this re- Gospel reading, we are going to see that Jesus does that also. And um, so Jesus is in, and his disciples, so they were just coming back from their two by two thing, right? So they're, get, they're getting back, they're tired, they're hungry, and they were looking for some place to rest, you know, just for some peace and quiet. But the crowds of the people, they found out where Jesus and disciples were headed, and they got there before Jesus and disciples did. And, you know, they were probably tired and hungry, too. And it says that Jesus 
saw them and had pity on them for they were like sheep without a shepherd and here we see that fulfillment of what the prophet jeremiah had foretold that god himself is shepherding his flock yes and and when you talk about again the shepherd theme and how tired they were uh boy i tell you to be a shepherd a bishop in at least i know the united states now probably in most of the world must be a very uh, tiring job <laughs> again a very fulfilling job and thankless. Also, yeah really and thankless, right yeah um and so really at this point i want to ask everyone to pray for our shepherds of course especially in our own area pray for your your local bishops because they have such a hard job to be good shepherds right mm-hmm. we have some bishops obviously that are struggling with, with that and we need to pray for them but it is so important to be or to have strong shepherds. And I believe one characteristic of a shepherd is vigilance. Please pray for the vigilance of our shepherds. And the protection. Exactly, right? right? Because we need to pray for them because they need to teach and continue to teach the truth of the Eucharist, of the sacraments, the infallible teaching of the church. And as you've mentioned earlier in this commentary here, how they will constantly be attacked and berated. Exactly. How important it is yes. for us to support them. Yes. Support them in our prayers and our works, our sufferings. We need to go ahead and offer up these sacrifices for our bishops. On their behalf. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if I take this down to more of, say, the family, the domestic church, the family, I really want to talk to the dads right now to be a shepherd of your family and maybe follow here in terms of a few questions to the dads. Are we shepherding our families rightly? Do we lead our families to the green pastures of the gospel? Do we protect our families against Satan? Do we lovingly bring our children back into the fold when they go astray? These are so important because much like Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. Produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M A T E R D E I radio.com.